and welcome to the Narrowing Path, Walking the Spiritual Walk. My name is Steve Einstein. Thank you for joining me again tonight as we go through and we do today's daily reading from December 18th for James Allen's Daily Meditations. This will be fresh to you, fresh to me, of course, so you'll get my genuine response, reactions, observations, what I relate to about the reading is this will be the first time that I hear or read it right here on this podcast with y'all. Oh, as always, I'm looking forward to it. And let's go ahead. Let's get right to it tonight. So this is December 18th reading from James Allen's Daily Meditations. All the spiritual laws with which men are acquainted have and must have the same infallibility in their operations. Given the same thought or deed in a like circumstance, the result will always be the same. Without this fundamental ethical justice, there could be no human society, for it would, for it is the just reactions of the deeds of individuals which prevent society from t- tottering to its fall. It thus allows that the inequalities of life as regards the distribution of happiness and suffering are the outworking of moral forces operating along lines of flawless accuracy. The, this flawless accuracy, this perfect law, is the one great fundamental certainty in life, the finding of which ensures a man's perfection, makes him wise and enlightened, and fills him with rejoicing and peace. The moral order of the universe is not, cannot, be disproportionate, for if it were, the universe would fall. These types of readings that have the, how to say this, when he talks about how injustice is the, not justice, inequalities, that's the word he used. Inequalities is actually the result of justice per thoughts and actions. It's kind of hard to stomach sometimes, or at least it used to be for me, because I I didn't understand how these things worked. So I would hear these types of readings, and I would think that uh, there's got to be exceptions or things like that, but... The reality is, though, the longer I've been sober, the longer I've been in recovery, the longer I've been living spiritually, I do more and more and more align with what we're talking about here. I believe that this is a just and equal spiritual law. And that's kind of a painful understanding. Because that means literally everything that comes to me is what I brought to me. Right? That's not easy to realize. That's not easy to understand. It's just not. Or might be easy to understand, but to accept. Because it, it it's a, the ultimate form of accountability. It's the ultimate form of responsibility for your life exactly how it is. And I liked to think that I was just the victim of circumstance, you know, that there were just some people that were unlucky. There were just some people that 
um, didn't get a break. That was me. No, I, I did all of it to myself. As most people know, I did it all to myself. So let's go through this one again, line by line. All the spiritual laws with which men are acquainted have and must have the same infallibility in their operations. I mean, everything we know about, every spiritual truth that we know about, everything that we understand about this realm and this perspective is always consistent. It always has been. It always will be. There will be no modification for it. And the thing is with spiritual truths, they exist outside of right and wrong. They exist outside of um, our perception, right? They exist outside of our nature. Like everything in our physical world, including our thoughts, including our actions, including Mother Nature, these spiritual laws actually apply to. So, that means they're not subjective. That means they are not circumstance-based. They're not uh, rules you can bend. So, and that's there's comfort in that as well as pain. At least there was for me and there still is sometimes. So, given the same thought or deed in a like circumstance, the result will always be the same. Hard bit of truth there, because uh, you had to realize that if I always did what I've always done, I'll always get what I've always got. And in retrospect, this seems obvious, right? In Looking back, I see the insanity of me trying to do the exact same thing over and over and over again and it failing over and over and over again because I was unwilling to do anything someone else's way or a different way. I was bound and determined and committed that it had to work my way, which failed repeatedly. So... When the I was told this that if you do the same thing in every this any similar circumstance, you'll always get the same result. You'll always end up hurting yourself, hurting someone else. You'll always end up miserable or acting a certain way or doing a certain thing. It's the this spiritual law that we're talking about. It's just the truth and the reality of it. Without this fundamental ethical justice, there could be no human society, for it is the just reactions, the deeds of individuals, which prevent society from tottering to its fall. Right? So, if this didn't exist, if this spiritual truth did not happen, then the wicked would be able to genuinely and truly win, and the good would be constantly defeated. There's this balance of this law that brings a certain stability and a certain reassurance because we know if accept, given and accepting this as truth means that it's a simple change in perspective and action that can change an entire situation. 
And that is a blessing and a gift that we are given. At least that I was given. It gave me so much freedom to be just who I was supposed to be. Instead of trying to manipulate my image or myself or my thinking into some negative, inauthentic place. It's, it's crucial that this law exists so that man can continue. Because those that need to fail, or should fail, need to fail. And this law dictates that. And those that should, should succeed and are doing the things to succeed, will. Both of those things need to happen. It thus follows that the inequalities of life as regards the distribution of happiness and suffering are the outworking of moral forces operating along lines of flawless accuracy. There we go. This is a hard line for people. This is was a hard line for myself just to read, you know, because I still don't like it, even though I believe it, even though my experience has proved that this is true. I still not don't like reading it necessarily. The distribution of the inequalities of life as regards the distribution of happiness and suffering. What are you putting out there? What are you doing? The thing is, we the immediate thought for a lot of Americans is uh, happiness and suffering. You know, with my the lack causes my suffering, and that's not true. There's people with nothing or less than nothing that have more peace and contentment and happiness in their life than any American ever will, right? So it, it, that that one example is proof of this, actually. It's a matter of perspective and understanding. Change your thinking, change your actions, and then happiness is available to you. It might not be financial prosperity as it were as quickly as you want it to be, or whatever you place your happiness on external to yourself will make you miserable. And you can detach from those things with a simple shift in perspective and understanding. The world just opens up for you to enjoy and participate in. And then things start flowing so much differently. The flawless accuracy, this perfect law, is the one great fundamental certainty in life. Certainty in life. The finding of which ensures a man's perfection makes him wise and enlightened and fills him with the rejoicing with rejoicing and peace. So as soon as we accept this is true, as soon as we experience the reality of this spiritual law, it is the biggest motivator to grow and change and set aside our selfish, self-serving ways because we realize it's all there for us to just grab. We just have to live righteously. We just have to live by virtue and principle and focus solely on that, On focus solely on putting good into the world and then watch the whirlwind pick up around you. Watch the blessings be poured to you materially and immaterially. Most of these things come first in the form of peace and serenity, joy and happiness, love and freedom. And through those states of being, we get blessed with so much more. So understanding this law, believing this law, taking it into yourself, 
and realizing that it's in your hands. It's in your, the, the fate of your own life is right there in front of you. Beautiful. So, all right, now the last line here. The moral order of the universe is not, cannot be disproportionate, for if it were, the universe would fail, would fall, fall or fail, probably fail would work there too. But these things need to be aligned. These things need balance. Again, if this law was not true, if this law allowed for variance, everything would fall down. Selfishness and self-centeredness would take over as it, this law becomes manipulated and men would play God. Men would be, believe they are all powerful and it would just descend into the pity and chaos. It's of service to this spiritual realm, the spiritual world, this God, this energy, this source creation, whatever you'd like to call it. And it's unfailing laws that brings us to this universe. It's perfect balance of things. Not just in your house, not just in your community, not just in your city or state or country. This world, in this universe that we exist in. There's so many minute details that could have changed everything. So, all right. Well, everyone, there we go. That was a lovely reading. Ones that, these ones, like I said, these ones are a little uncomfortable sometimes. So, hope everyone enjoyed it. So, thank you all for listening again tonight and I'm looking forward to tomorrow. So until next time.